Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Have a shorthanded breakaway. Zach Hyman for the lead. Shoots and scores. Edmonton four. Calgary three. With Kane. Centers Kane for the hat trick. He scores. Evander Kane. A natural hat trick in the second period. And Edmonton running Calgary right out of the building. It's a beautiful day. show last week after the Edmonton Oilers eliminated the Calgary Flames in five games. A week ago, Thursday night, tonight game two, the Western Conference final, the Edmonton Oilers and the Colorado Avalanche. The man with those calls joins us right now in the River Curry Resort Casino Hotline, Jack Michaels. Hello, Jack. How you doing? I'm good, Bob. Looking forward to game two. And obviously, uh, you know, every game important in the Stanley Cup playoffs, but you know the Oilers' history. Uh, when they get it level, they win 17 out of 23. When they don't, well, only in 2006 were they able to rally from 2 nothing down. Yeah, we had Ryan Smith on the show earlier today, Jack. and I, He I, was you know, on I, that team, yeah. Yeah, and as you know, I, I got a pretty good relationship with John Sexsmith, and he went, that was before I was doing the games. Uh, I was doing the drive show on the all-sports station at that time. I did go to game five and game seven of the Stanley Cup final in Carolina, but I remember John coming back, uh, John Sexsmith coming back uh, after game two against San Jose, and the, the Sharks had won 2-1 and 2-1, but really dominated those games, and he's like, there's no way the Oilers are beating the Sharks. I know Oh, Bob, you called Edmonton to beat Detroit. Well, guess what? Edmonton did beat San Jose, and they went four straight against San Jose, and that was one of the most shocking reversal of fortunes, Jack. You don't see that often in a series when a te- you know, team's down 2 nothing. I guess other than series that the Carolina Hurricanes are playing in because they, they were playing uh, hometown hockey every step of the way. So what has to change tonight for the Edmonton Oilers, Jack, in your opinion, against a highly talented Carolina or uh, Colorado Avalanche team? Well, I think the biggest thing is to make, you know, guys like Kale McCarr, 
Devon Taves playing a little bit more defense. And, you know, I think if you get Colorado pinned in their zone, you can get them running around a little bit. And they're not very good in their own end. Even McCarr and Taves, I wouldn't say they're, the strength of their games is, is being able to skate the puck out of danger in their own end. I, I think uh, they're best when they're feeling they're in full attack mode and not defending. And, you know, the, the other guys are, you know, somewhat – you know, Eric Johnson and, and Josh Manson have some decent size, but you can get to Jack Johnson. You can get to Bowen Byram. Uh, and, and the only way to do that is, is to smother them a bit in their own end and, and make, make Colorado play, you know, 200 feet if they're going to grind you down. Make the Avalanche win a little uglier uh, than they've been winning in these Stanley Cup playoffs. And, and for me, uh, that's the biggest thing Edmonton needs to do. And that's maybe even channeling a different portion of, of, some, guy, of some guys' games. You know, maybe it's not so much about goal scoring for Hyman and Kane as it is their ability to to make life difficult for the Avalanche defensemen as they try to emerge from their own end. Well, there's no question for me, Evander Kane in particular, uh, in the Battle of Alberta series, Jack, against Matthew Kachuk, like when did we see Matthew Kachuk ever be that quiet in Battle of Alberta games in the past? And I think Kane played a factor in that. Uh, you know, I, I'm going to be intrigued to see the deployment uh, tonight with Evander Kane. I thought we might see him a bit early against uh, Nazem Kadri. Uh, they elected to go power on power. Uh, the Avalanche go McKinnon's line against McDavid's line. What did you think of the move uh, for uh, putting Kane up there and moving Hyman uh, to Nugent Hopkins' line? Well, I mean, I think that's something we saw throughout the regular season is that McKinnon and McDavid were matched head up, whether it was in Colorado or Edmonton. Uh, those two went head to head. You know, Based on the morning skate, it's very possible Kane and Hyman could be on the same line tonight, and and maybe we'd see, you know, a, a shuffling. I I think, for instance, when you take a look at the Oilers that are beat up right now, I think Leon Dreisaitl might be playing a little bit more center ice as this series moves along. And you and I have talked about that. Uh, that, you know, of the two big names that we know are dealing with some significant injuries, I, I think. I think Dreisaitl's starting and maybe has turned the corner a bit. I, I, again, I'm no physician, but I feel like, you know, based on some certain things that Jay Woodcroft did in game one, and, and for that matter, even in the back half of the Calgary series, uh, I, I think he's starting to feel comfortable using Dreisaitl more and more at center ice. I think from a Colorado perspective, uh, the Avalanche have to understand that likely without Andre Burakovsky tonight, they grow thinner up front and they become even more top heavy uh, than they were coming into this series. This is not the St. Louis Blues where you've got a gifted scorer on all four lines. So I, I think, you know, in terms of Kane's deployment, I, I, I don't necessarily know whether Jay Woodcroft has to worry about that as much because I think he knows that Colorado has about five weapons up front he has to take care of. I think the biggest thing again that that Edmonton has to deal with that they that they really didn't in the Calgary series and, and no offense to you know Noah Hannafin and Rasmus Anderson. I mean Calgary had a solid D. But I'm sorry, Caves and McCarr are a different category. And that's what Edmonton must deal with more than anything. We're joined right now by uh, Jack Michaels from the Oilers Radio Network, of course, from NHL Hockey and Rogers during the season. Uh, worked most of the year with Louis DeBrusque. Uh, do you miss your old partner, Jack? No, not at all. I'm glad to be working with you, Bob, even uh, in the rather 
broad spectrum that we have to deal with at Ball Arena. Uh, I, you right. know, is, I, think, the... I think both of us. I think both of us have already scheduled eye appointments because we're both second guessing ourselves a little bit where we're stationed. But we'll deal with it. And you know what? The best thing about uh, doing games with you this time of year is we're doing playoff games. Yeah, and I know you. I know you wouldn't trade that for anything. No, absolutely. I would block slap shots in the nude to be here today. Uh, nobody wants to see that, but I would be willing to do that. I uh, almost did the other day, by the way. We, we still need to talk about that or at least maybe see uh, a psychotherapist. Well, don't bang the door down like somebody's trying to get in there. There's a fire outside, like just to drop off media notes at a and a and I'm a just glad pack. you had that towel secure, okay? Nobody needed to see anything beyond that. That's all I'm going to say. Uh so I attend a small Midwestern college. Anyhow, I digress, Jack. Uh, just to have some fun. All the years of the minor pro games that you did in the uh, in the in the West Coast and then the East Coast League. Uh, was there ever a tougher broadcast angle than the one you had the other night here? No, I, I can honestly <laughs> no. say that, that that was the toughest for sure. You got to remember that a lot of the minor league facilities, Bob, that I worked in, capacity was under ten thousand, and sure. as a result. You know, the worst seat in the house was maybe the top of the, you know, the top of the 100s in most of the buildings in which we worked. So I had some squirrely situations, don't get me wrong, but uh, not not anything like we're dealing with in the Western Conference Final. But it's all, all in good fun. We'll eventually communicate the proper information. It might take us a few takes, but hey, it's live radio. We'll deal with it. Yeah, uh, you've obviously never called a game in Sherwood Twin Arenas in Regina, Jack. Uh, no, I have not. I, I have called games in Saskatchewan, you know that, but not in Regina. All right, so uh, here's the deal. They, uh, it, It's basically a glorified shell, and it had like an aluminum or a tin roof, and it was uh, our equipment at the time. We thought we were ahead of the time, like the late 1980s. Uh, what, did you have a Marty unit? No, this was this preceded the, but it did have a cellular phone package that connected, uh, like one of, one of those advanced sort of cell that they used to use on, on uh, forestry and, and oil sites in northern Alberta in the late 1980s. And so I think I saw one of those cell phone units last night when I was watching Beverly Hills Cop 2. Exactly. That, that, that would have been from the right era, no question. And so what ended up happening is in the broadcast location at Center Ice, it, it wasn't getting any, it wasn't, it was what was the frequency Kenneth. So I had to hook it up outside, which meant I had to go right to the end of the arena. And the problem was the Sherwood Twin Arenas is only four seats high. Okay. So I was, I was basically standing over the Zamboni entrance on a, on a lift and I had the uh, I had the misfortune of hanging the cell phone unit up connected to our, uh, our broadcast stuff and believe me you, I mean you had no sense of depth perception right Jack because you're only four seats above, or you know like basically four feet above ice level and you're in the extreme corner so depth perception Tony Esposito Jack he was a lot of things as you know but Tony Esposito had major issues with depth perception and that broadcast that day fortunately the Bears beat Regina like 11-1 so it made up for it but that was one of the tougher ones and that's the only one that I can think of where I've been completely at or beyond the end line like we are here like we're not just beyond the end line we are oh, i'd say conservatively we're in the catacombs we are at least 40 <laughs> to 50 <laughs> yards past the end line. it's pretty it's pretty funny man like you, you got to chuckle now this is you you spent some time living in this state right 
I did. I still have a house in this state, as a matter of fact. How many houses do you have? How much money do you have? That's... Well, we'll put it to you this way, Bob. Uh, since I've been working with you, my my house my houses have shrunk considerably. So I don't know whether that's attributable to our partnership, but I, I believe my real estate value has plummeted since you and I have known each other. No, I'm uh, I'm down from four when I first met you down to down to just two, uh, the one in which I live and and uh, the one I still have in Colorado. But it's a great state, as you know, Bob. 300 days of sunshine of year. Unfortunately, uh, we had a little cloud cover yesterday, but it's a gorgeous day, and I know uh, you're in the same boat as I am. We can hardly wait to get to the rink and get this one going. It's I'm in the, the advantage of having a 6 o'clock start. I know you're there already. You've been there since about 9 a.m. I know. I'm, I'm going to actually go outside, Jack, and I'm going to I'm going to get a little bit of sun for about 15 minutes I'm because right now I'm looking perilously close to George Hamilton. Yeah, I mean, as the English say, you've got that alabaster skin right now. You, yes. need to, you need to get a little color going. All right, great stuff, Jack. Let's have some fun tonight, bud. We will for sure. Take care, Bob. You bet. From the Oilers Radio Network, that is Jack Michaels. It is 2.48 in Edmonton, and you are listening to Oilers now. You know, Uncle Milt used to say back in the day uh, that customers would tell him, a good salesman sells you one truck, a great service department keeps you coming back for more. Well, some of those customers and families have purchased more than 50 units from Brent Ridge Ford out in Wetaskiwin where cars cost less. And Brent Ridge Ford just received their 11th President's Award winner from Ford for customer satisfaction. If you need maintenance for repairs for your vehicle, call Kevin, Margie, or Mike at one eight seven seven ford That's one 877 We'll wrap up Oilers now with this day in Oilers history, and it involves a very underrated but much appreciated member of the five-time Stanley Cup champion Edmonton Oilers. This is Oilers Now. You need to extra the show today with uh, Hard Sun there. It's one of my favorite songs of all time, the Eddie uh, Vedder version. Was it uh, Indigo? Was that the name? Indio or Indigo, the name of the Canadian band that actually originally uh, performed uh, that song. Bob Stoffer with you, along with uh, Cody Jansen. It is currently 2.52 in Denver and 2.52 in Edmonton. And we're going to tell you Royal Pizza, Pizza Pasta, and so much more Edmonton-owned and operated for over 50 years. For our menu and a list of their 15 Edmonton and area locations, go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. We'll tell you, 15 locations in Edmonton, now four in Calgary. Royal Pizza is the old-school big-boy pizza. There is none that synthetic crap on their pizza. Everything's real at Royal. Stoffer recommendation, Mediterranean chicken. Brennan Escott likes the Texan. Reed Wilkins likes the meat lovers. As we head into this day in Oilers history for New West Travel, we mentioned it this October. You can travel on a private WestJet charter flight to Cabot Links in Nova Scotia. Five days golf at the number 10 golf course in the world. Details at newwesttravel.com. We're going to go back on the state in 1959. It's a birthday for a very underrated but very good Edmonton Oilers defenseman. Former Oilers D-man Charlie Huddy, born in Oshawa, Ontario, played 11 seasons with, with Edmonton between 1980 and 1991, scored 368 points in 694 games, and he won five cups, as you already mentioned. Not bad for a free agent signing. No, he was pretty good. He was pretty good. All right, uh, more text coming in. There we go. 
Uh, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Bob, you mentioned best WHL players, longtime listener. Did anybody mention Darcy Rhoda? I was pretty good, but he was really young, says the texter. Received plenty of attention. Was expected to be great. Uh, you know what? You and me, the the texter, we must be of the same vintage because my dad used to take me down and see the Edmonton Oil Kings play when Harold Snaps was on the team and Darcy Rhoda was amongst their best forwards. Um, uh, you can text us. Uh, Andy, the carpet guy, says, Bob and uh, Cody, Jack Michaels is really bringing his best during the uh, playoffs. You too, Bob. TV is on for viewing. Radio is on to hear the best in the business. Well, thank you very much. Much appreciated. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Bob is an 8-year-old kid. Ross Lonsbury is a player that's stuck in my mind from the old WHL. Darren says, Bob, love your show. Ryan Getzlaff was a pretty fun player to watch. You know, what? There were people when Ryan Gatsloff, who went 19th overall in the 2003 NHL draft, the Oilers passed on him, traded down, and ended up taking a guy by the name of uh, Marc-Antoine Pouliot. Uh, there were people, even with the Calgary Hitman organization, that thought Ryan Getzlaff was an underwhelmer uh, in the Western Hockey League. They were wrong, but that's what they thought at that time. A again, uh, you can text us at any time, 780-496-0063. Bob, how could you guys miss Rob Brown? He works on your broadcast. He's the highest-scoring player in WHL history. Well, he was a great Western Hockey League player. Bob, Glenn Goodall was my instructor for years at the Sylvan Lake Summer Hockey School. Now, that comes to us from Ch uh, Chuck. Well, Seattle coming to town, it's ironic that you mentioned Glenn Goodall because there was Victor Gervais and Glenn Goodall, and they both played in the WHL at 14 at 14 years of age and they racked up a lot of games played no question about that again you can text us at 780-496-0063 uh sunny in vancouver says bob come on what about zidane chara in uh with the prince george cougars well as many of you know i worked in prince george for a few years in the reforestation industry and the legendary tales of zidane chara uh, knocking out Tony Mohagan of the Seattle Thunderbirds. And I believe Tony is currently working in, he's either, he might be a firefighter in Emmett. Pretty sure he's a firefighter uh, here in town. Uh, but yeah, Chara had a big wrath. Ryan Nugent Hopkins was a terrific WHL player as well. All right, uh, that does it. Uh, that wraps up our uh, game day coverage. There you go, Cody. Nicely done. Uh, we've got the uh, face-off show beginning in an hour from now here live from Ball Arena in Denver, Colorado, and then the puck drop tonight at 6 p.m. Tomorrow, uh, Jack and me are flying back from Denver. Cam Moon and Cody Jansen will have the show for you. Their guests will include Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey and Rogers for Mid-City Construction Management. Alan May, pinch hitting for Mark Spector a longtime Washington Capitals broadcaster, and Luke Prokop, the WHL Humanitarian of the Year. Up next, the global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by an hour of the 6.30 chat afternoons of Jalen and I. And we leave you with the legendary Eddie Vedder. When she comes to greet me, she is mercy at my now with Bob offer brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.